What is up, you guys? Welcome to the Sunset Drive podcast. I'm Sarah Friedman. And I'm Anthony Smith. And on this side of the internet, we like to have late night drive types of quality conversations with some of the entertainment industry's most fascinating people. A late night cheeky, if you will, but make it a podcast. <laughs> Cue theme song. Hey guys, welcome back to part two of our episode with Tori Caro. If you haven't watched part one, make sure you do that right now because you're about to get thrown into a conversation about junk food and you'll be completely lost. So go back to part one, make sure you watch that, then meet us back here for part two. Enjoy. So like Anthony said, dipanar means, or wait, let me try in a French accent. Yeah, try my my accent. Dipanar. It's... Depanar. Yeah. Yeah. Depanar. <laughs> so, like Anthony said, Depanar means convenience store. And we tied it back to 7 Eleven. There was a trend on TikTok because we know you are killing it at TikTok. Queen of TikTok. Yeah. Charlie is shaking in her I was boots. Gonna, I was going to say queen of TikTok, but then I was mm-hmm. like. This trend. Okay, so it's basically a trend where, like, people, it's honestly stupid, but I love it because I like food. Um, but it's a trend where they just like show like what's your 7-Eleven order while you're having a road trip or something and they just like mm-hmm. put all the snacks and then people can be like, oh my God, those are fire. Those are my on my list too. So we just okay. want to know what yeah. is Tori Caro's, I'm going on a road trip, I'm going on Vancouver, I'm talented, you're not. What is your order at 7-Eleven? Okay, so I usually make a beeline for the Yerba Mates. Um, oh, okay. Yerbs are the best. Okay. Uh, get a big bottle of water because yes, you need to stay hydrated. Mm-hmm. Um, snack wise, anytime I eat anything, I'm very much of a. If I have something sweet, I have to have something salty to balance it. Same. Out. Same. Mm-hmm. So it's either wow. some sort of like depending on my mood, it's like a sour candy or a chocolate, mm-hmm. and then with like my go-to chips are. Wait, this is important. <laughs> you know the Ruffles um, sour cream cheddar oh, yeah, chips? Oh, so good. fire. Love those. Or the Lay's limon chips oh, or the yeah. two like, limon ones. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Those are good. Or I don't know if Canadians have this. I don't even know if like you have it in Florida, but the sabritones, they're like puff chips with like this chile limon oh yeah coating on it mm-hmm. i don't know her oh. wait hold on one thing that canadians do have that you guys don't is poutine i want to know have you tried oh it God. how life-changing was it it changed how? my life <laughs> it's too good life-changing it's so good oh my god it's, oh. i spent the summer in montreal filming a um that's where i'm from Oh my gosh, work. Yeah, I yes. I struggled there because I didn't speak French and everybody looked at me like... On the island, there's a lot of Americans though. Not Americans, but English speakers. Were you like on the island or were you like around? I was like downtown Montreal. Okay, yeah, there's some Frenchies there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, they they all like talk, they all spoke English, but like yeah. they just looked at me like... Who are you? Like Emily exactly. in Paris, like, kind of sitch. Literally, I was like, Uh-oh. je ne parle pas français. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, you know those words, so that's good. Yeah. That's the only thing I know. Damn. <laughs> let's be real. <laughs> so let's make it a little bit more interesting. 
to... Let's talk about food. Yeah, let's get into your drive-thru order. What mm. is your, dr- like, go-to drive-thru order? Usually it's In-N-Out. I know a lot of people hate In-N-Out, but I no. love in No, it's fire. No, yeah. So what's the order? Good. The order is Mm. a double-double grilled onions, protein-style, cut in half with fry light and an iced tea. Wow, that's amazing. Dude, that's that's an established order. The detail. The detail. However, however, I have been trying to do dairy-free. So if I don't do cheese, I'll add pickles just to, like, balance out the saltiness. Gotcha. I get that. It's great. So for me, I know that this is, again, going to be controversial. I don't know if it's just an East Coast thing, but my go-to is Taco Bell. I I have been obsessed with Taco Bell for years. I have to get a bean burrito with no red sauce or onions, add sour cream. I have to get a uh, steak quesadilla, kind of same sitch. And then I have to get a Baja Blast, whether it's the Mountain Dew or the Freeze, mm-hmm. you have to get a Baja Blast if you go to Taco Bell. I've been getting into, like, the cinnamon twist. The, no, I love not, the cinnamon yeah, twist. Yeah, really Love good. the cinnamon twist. See, That's I can't relate I to either of these because we don't have Taco Bell here. <laughs> well, on my side of Canada, and we don't have In-N-Out on this side of Canada. Yeah. However, we have Canadian McDonald's, and that is where it gets interesting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, go ahead, Tori. Let me know. Let me know the sitch. Canadian McDonald's just hits different. I know. I like, know. I, okay, so on Granville, yeah. there's a McDonald's right there. And so whenever we would film, I would grab McDonald's for everyone just because I'd be like, hey, who wants McDonald's, you know? <laughs> I came back to the States, had McDonald's. I was like, this is trash. This is absolutely it's trash. It's trash. It's so trash. And listen. And the nutritional value in the States is so different than the one in Canada. Yeah, because everything yeah, is grown from Canada here. That's so cool. Everything it's is so grown sad. here. So my order will be, okay, this is like my I'm sad order. Going to go at midnight at McDonald's and just like eat my feelings out. Yeah. So here you go with like a 10-piece chicken nugget. And here's what you guys sure. don't have is a side McDonald's poutine. Oh, I know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, fire, yeah. fire with like a strawberry banana smoothie. And then if I'm mm. on like the, the West Coast, if I'm in Vancouver, they just started selling like that like really famous uh, Popeye's chicken sandwich in Canada. Like it finally mm. arrived like three, mm-hmm. four weeks ago. So I'll grab that and just like be in my sadness and listen to music. I feel like, you know, that's where you eat junk How food, can you right? be sad with food in your mouth? Like Exactly. That's true. There's Better no than one. any therapist. I okay, think. question. <laughs> yes. What is your dipping sauce for your nuggets? Ooh, that's oh, I feel like this is where I can easily, like, people can turn off this podcast right now. Okay, the best sauce for me, I don't like ranch. I don't like creamy stuff. I know okay. that's, like, controversial. Okay. I love a barbecue sauce. Like, barbecue okay. sauce hits, and then sweet and sour sauce hits. Yes. We are best the friends flavor. right now. We are best friends right now. It's it. It's superior. People, you if you mix haven't, them? Uh, I've never mixed it though. You do that? You should do, um, like dip it in barbecue first, and then yeah. dip it in sweet and sour, I and will... then eat it. Okay. Okay. It's here's the plan. Gone. We're best friends now. If I'm ever in Vancouver and we get to hang out, we'll go to McDonald's and Let's just like it. dip all the nugs. Okay, we'll go to bring it back to Julie because I feel like yes. this podcast could be about food, and I'd be okay with it. True. Um, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back to so, business. Back to the basics. So you shot for how long did you shoot Julie for? Six months, I believe, that you guys shot the show for? 
We were there from August to December. Five months. Five months. But we worked on it for like a month and a half before that. So, yeah, so you worked on the show for a really long time. And if you guys have not been a part of like, you know, dance crews or theater crews or theater cast, you would know that like when you spend a lot of time together, you kind of build this like sibling-like friendship with your castmates. Like a lot of people are like, oh, love interest. And I'm like, no, they just kind of end up being siblings at the end of the day. So a lot of people have been comparing you guys to Friends characters, which the taste in TV shows and, is and immaculate. The memes, the memes. The memes. The fandom. Wait, can I just say, the fans mm-hmm. are so, so talented. So yes. good. So freaking funny. It's not even, it's not funny that it's that funny. <laughs> talented and spot on. They're insane. What I want to know is like, what is the, like everybody has been like, you know, this actor has to be Joey. This actor has to be Chandler. What is like your rundown of like friends, super relatives with the cast members? And like, let's let's like kiki about it. Let, let's have a moment about it. Mm-hmm. So we all know that Charlie Gillespie, Charles Jeffrey Gillespie, is one thousand percent Joey. Okay. Even with that, how like, why? I okay, love that how- that story, Tori, was iconic. That when you said uh, the story in the car. <laughs> For people who've not heard the story in the car, that you gotta give us that that tea. Yeah. Long story short, we were driving around an empty parking lot because the boys wanted to go to Toys R Us to get Nerf guns, <laughs> and I was along for the ride, and I had unbuckled because we were gonna park, right. and so Owen was like, "Oh my God, it's empty. Let's drift." Yeah. You know, I slid over because I wasn't wearing my seatbelt and I like bonked into Charlie and he goes, how you doing? (laughs) Literally in the same (laughs) Triviani and I was like, really? Amazing. (laughs) But is it, is it like the, is it the how you doing? Is it like the flirtatiousness? Is it the, because to me, Joey's like the most giant care bear. Like I feel like Joey Triviani, you just want to hug that guy. Like, I don't know. Honestly, it's everything. It's all of the above. Mm Mm-hmm. Charlie and Joey are just the same person in the whole very happy-go-lucky kind of outlook on life, Um, always bringing joy to people um, in the sense where, like, when he says something, you know he really cares about it. Right. But he's always talking about how amazing amazing people are around him or... Um, and just like his his moments, his his moments yeah. where he's like, oh, the van yeah, is yeah. looking to yoga, and you're like, <laughs> <laughs> that Wait, story. I saw so Owen good. take over. Um, I don't know what media outlet he was taking over, but he shared a video of like Charlie trying to land the dirty dancing lift with some stranger in like a pub or something. I, can you like? I need context because like I can't. Like I, just, my <laughs> head cannot wrap itself around that. There is no other context co- context <laughs> other than he went up to a stranger and was like, hey, let's do the dirty dancing lift. The amount of times he was like, Tori, let's just do the dirty dancing lift. I'm like, right right now? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in the, in the <laughs> Wait, did he fall? Yes. Did he, oh, of course he did. So yes. can he actually do it? That's the real question. Yeah, he can. He can. Definitely. Season two. Season two. It's yeah. just, it's, we'll get uh, yeah. But like... <laughs> 
And then also his relationship with Owen. Owen and Charlie are genuinely Chandler and Joey. The way that they interact, the way that like their bromance is, it's amazing. Um, Chandler's humor is very much Owen's humor. I think Chandler is the funniest out of friends. He is and Phoebe. Oh, and Phoebe. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. I love Phoebe. But, um... Yeah, Owen is definitely, I'd say, the funniest out of all of us. I mean, sorry mm-hmm. to anybody else, but I think they'd agree, too. The, oh, yeah. the skill level of his comedy, without even trying. I yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, like, it's so funny because you watch the scenes in Joey and Chandler's apartments, and you, like, walk into the boys' apartment because they live together, and you're just like... Wow. Wow. Could they this be any more similar? <laughs> Seriously. It's just real. It's real. <laughs> from the, from the pranks to the the cereal boxes with the faces cut out so that they can be cereal men. <laughs> uh, it's really weird. But I love Wait, it. They're it? the best. Okay, so we ruled out Joey and Chandler. Who would be okay, so like would who would be Phoebe? Who would be our Rachel? Who would yeah, be our Monica? Yeah, where do the girls fit? Okay, so I was talking to Savannah about all of this. Okay. And I was like, it's kind of unfair that Charlie and Owen are so spot on. And, right. like, the girls are kind of like a mix of everybody, if that makes sense. I can see sense. that. Can so see we, that. Can, we, we've been trying to pinpoint who's who, but I don't know. It's hard. I... I I, don't know. I can see it, but like Jeremy has to be Ross, right? Like he has yeah. to be Ross. Like he, he, I can't. Like he has to be. Yes. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I love Ross. Love Ross. And I love Jer. I don't like. They're very similar in a lot of things. Like scratching off of the record, all of the shady stuff Ross has done, like throughout the entire show. Right. Like, yeah. That's the only reason I feel hesitant to right. compare Jer to. Ross, is it weird? So amazing. Is it weird that I see Maddie as Ross just because of how like smart she is and how like into anime she is and just like how? Right. I think I just have such a bad taste in my mouth with Ross because of all the things mm. that he's done. So I don't yeah. want to compare anybody to him because I feel like, like Maddie would pick a fight with Ross. I don't know why exactly, but I feel like no, Maddie she could. Would. She would call she him definitely out. Would. So, yeah, we talked about the boys and, you know, like the fans have been in love with the boys, like the Sunset Curve guys. Um, I feel like they've rightfully earned themselves the title, you know, heartthrob, which is actually funny because I've been calling Charlie Gillespie uh, America's favorite white boy, but make it northern. That's hilarious. Here's the thing. Here's the tea. We've had mm-hmm. heartthrobs. We, yeah. we like. Let's look at the timeline together. Okay, so we had like earlier days. We had Drew Seeley from like another Cinderella story. Yes. And then we had Zac Efron coming in with High School Musical. Yes. Um, still a heartthrob today. No offense. Um, mm, Immortal that guy. Josh <laughs> Hutcherson with Hunger Games became a thing. Then we uh-huh. had like Dylan O'Brien for a hot minute. Like, you know. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Tori can agree. Tori can yeah. agree. Styles. We had Dylan O'Brien. And then we had like Noah Centineo for a quick second. And then like, I feel like people got over it. But like, he was there for a quick minute. <laughs> and then we had um, Josh uh, Joshua Bassett, who's, I'm friends with Josh. So this is actually kind of funny. Um, with High School Musical, the series. And then we're coming into this era 
with uh, the guys. But a, a lot of, I feel like the fans are trying to like match the girls with the guys. Like, oh my God, like we need to match. Not my girls. I feel like they're just like big brothers to all of you. You know what I mean? So like, yeah. Yeah. Walk us through what kind of like, if you had to describe the, the relationship, like what kind of big brothers were they to you on set or t- to the entire cast? Okay. So Charlie would definitely be the brother that like, he always made sure to walk all the girls home, which was really nice, even though like Savannah and I were like, bro, we got this. But it's a big city, you know. But it's a big city. Mm-hmm. And you never know. Also, like, That's I understand sweet. being a girl is freaking difficult, you know. Right. Facts. Um, but, you know, it's, it's sweet. But he's also the brother to, like, fart in his hand and then put it in your face. <laughs> Yeah. Done that. I have a brother. Multiple times. And I'm like, I'm going to hate you. Right. Rightfully so. Yeah. Rightfully so. Jared is definitely the brother, the oldest. He's Mm -hmm. the brother that you go to for all of your advice, all of the things that you like feel crazy about. And you're like, Jared, am I crazy? And he's like, no, you're not. This is what it is. Here's Mm -hmm. what you can do to feel better about it. Um, he always gives the best advice. Um, Owen is definitely like the very sarcastic brother. Mm-hmm. I can see that. <laughs> but like tells you as it is. And right. if you look busted, he'll be like, oh. Oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah. when you look good, he's like, can I have my eyebrows look like yours? Like, oh, word, you it. know? Word. We love to see so. that. When you get compliments from Owen, that's where you you feel really good about yourself. (laughs) You're in. We love to see that. Exactly. We love to see it. As we've we've talked about, you are so accomplished at 19, and you've tackled so many different things on so many different kinds of projects. You know, and it took a lot of, like you said, it took a lot of hard work and just, you know. What would you say it takes? What would you tell people it would take to to do what you do at where you're at? What would you say that it takes? Um, I it's w- not luck. It's not luck. Yeah, no, oh, it's it's mm-hmm. definitely not luck. No, trust me. Um, yeah. you see, the thing is, like, nothing ever really came easy to me. A lot of people think that, like, I was born with the ability. to to dance which is true to a sense yeah to a certain point I was always the kid that like never remembered the choreography at dance competitions and would like look at other people while I was on stage trying to figure out what I was doing or I was never the most flexible I was kind of always put in the back let's be real I never won dance competitions anything um the only year that I won was the year that I was about to quit um oh wow wow my ADHD can relate to like all of you. Same. Right yeah. Same. It's like, cra- yeah. it's crazy, you know? It's the brain. Um, uh, I would just say you, anything, every, everything is a mindset, if right. that makes sense. So makes sense. if you feel like you're not able to, then you won't be able to. Right. Um, that makes sense. And People always say, oh, you're going to get a thousand no's before you get a yes. But what they don't include with that 
is when you get those no's, you have to have a growth mindset where mm -hmm. you're like, okay, I got no, I got a no because of this, this, and this. Mm -hmm. um, I can improve by doing this, this, and this, and mm -hmm. figure out logistics to keep moving forward instead of being mm -hmm. like, oh, I got a no, so that's the end of it. You know? Right. No. Um, yeah, you got to be mindset to just keep going. Yeah, definitely. With versatility, um, mm -hmm. I would just say you have to be in the mindset of trying being able to try new things put your all into all of those things right and not just be like oh i'm gonna try this kind of i don't know i'm kind of scared so i'm not gonna try it to my fullest potential but you never know if you're gonna like it mm -hmm. unless you give it your all and get go in with the mindset of oh i'm gonna be good at this right. you know it's not yeah. It's not blind confidence, but the confidence in yourself that you can work hard enough to where it'll work out for you. I get that. I feel that. I really do. Um, so you played Kayla in the first season of Julie and the Phantoms. Oh, that was my camera being like, girl, you're done. Yeah, so okay. you played Kayla on the first season of Julie and the Phantoms, which, by the way, iconic line. You know, you, you had a one-liner, but you delivered it with like, you know, you did you did your job. Like, you Is were that like, hologram? Yeah, she was like, I have one line and but I'm going like to serve it. But it's like one of the most <laughs> integral lines of the whole show. Like, a thousand percent. Thank you. I was blessed enough for that line. <laughs> really? Did, did they always know that they were going to give it to you? Or was that something that were just like, hey, why don't you, know, you go ahead and say that? Long story short, they had that line as like an extra saying that line. Um, but I auditioned for one of the roles while I was already assistant choreographer so Who'd i like audition mm -hmm. for audition for carrie oh of my god of course all Love eyes him. on me yeah but <laughs> i'm like thank god Svana got this role because one like she kills it two she does if she didn't then i would have never known Svana, and Svana's like my long lost sister twin <gasps> like it's it's, oh it's god, twin my heart flames it. seriously guys, it is yeah twin flames I it's feel, crazy I feel so i auditioned for carrie didn't get it okay which is like okay in the acting world like things that are meant for you you get things that aren't you don't get and i'm yeah. i'm grateful for the opportunity to be on the set as much as i could um but like during boot camp i was filling in reading for people like Flynn and Carrie during the table reads. Right. And mm -hmm. I had already been training as an actor for a little bit. Um, right. And Dan, Dave, and Kenny were like, oh, she's good. I wish we could give her something, even though there's no roles really for her right now. Right. Um, at least that's what they told me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and so they, it worked out to a way where I found or they found this line in the script and was like, oh, we can give this to Tori and make her, you know, Carrie's best friend. And it works out yeah. and creates another storyline kind of situation yes. or like a potential for something instead of someone random just being mm -hmm. like, yeah. Character Wait, development. Are those holograms? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? Yes, we love character development. Yeah, so you played Kayla in the first season. Um, we're for sure going to see Kayla in season two. Otherwise, I'm suing. Um, <laughs> I, I am. I'm so sorry. She's, but important. I wanna... she's important at this point. We she's need her. too important. We need, we need Tori back. Um, but I want to know, like, what are your hopes for your character in season two? By the way, like, the show hasn't been renewed yet, but I feel like people would be dumb to, like, be like, nah, this is only one season. This show could go on for, like, six, seven, eight 
I could see happening. We're hoping. But what would be your hopes for season two? Like, what what would you like? A a dream episode, a dream musical number, something you would like your character to be a part of? Honestly, whatever suits the world and story that Dan, Dave, and Kenny want to create. Okay, we see you in this thing. Okay. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Obviously, it would be really fun to do a huge musical number. Um, I mean, I sing, dance do all the things yes you know it'd be really fun to perform that or even like do a duet or number that highlights all of these cool things that we all do right um but it's it's julian the phantoms and i feel like there's so many cool storylines that could happen with other characters that i'm very very interested in um and I mean, you know, if I'm not on the screen, you know, I'm helping behind mm-hmm. like a crazy bunch. So I'm not banking on anything. I, that makes sense. I had like so much Same. stuff, like I, so oh, many things I could I could so hope for for season two. Could go in. It's nuts. Yeah, which is which is when you know you have a good show. Like I would love to see. I would love to see, you know, like Carrie and um, Julie have like this thing where it's just like they're bumping heads, but they were friends Mm -hmm. in the past. So I would love for a teacher to be just like, hey, Carrie, like Julie, stop fighting. You guys have to write a song together and she has to play with the holograms. Right. Yeah, I want to see a flying solo moment. But like, I feel like, you know, Julie, like the parents and everything, they don't get to see their kids, you know, because they've been gone for so long. I want to see like a flying solo kind of moment like she did with Flynn, but with the parents where she kind of walks the parents through like looking at their kids again to an emotional song. That would, that would kill me. And then I would love to see a Dia de los Muertos episode, like a day of the dead with her Hispanic heritage and like ghosts. Oh my God. Yes. Come on. Dancing, dance numbers, costumes. That would be everything. That would be amazing. Oh my God. Yes. Writing team. I'm on IMDb. I'm Um, like, Dan, Dave. Yeah. I love that (laughs) idea. Call me. To add on to Anthony's point on the parents, I feel like that opens such a gateway because, I mean, we basically had then season one where Julie played Luke's song, but like Mm -hmm. to his parents. But like, you know, because the show is in 2020, like they have access to social media. So Mm -hmm. I feel like there's going to be a point where, you know, pieces of the story have to come together where the parents are like, why is like, why are my why are my kids like on the Internet? Like, how mm-hmm. is right. this, like, because they don't know that Julie, like, plays with them. So that's right. going to open, like, a whole gateway to, like, a whole another level of the story. Um, and I would personally yeah. really love to see that. I would also love to see, you know, Jeremy said something about, you know, finding out more about Reggie's parents because we never saw them. And then also, mm-hmm. we never saw Carrie's mom. And I want to see, I want to know who Carrie's mom is and, like, where she is, like, if she's gone or if she's, like, still around. And I have some casting ideas. My number one choice is Denise Richards. Um, I just think that she is a queen. And also she's on the same um, agency as Kenny. So, like, it's, oh. like, it's, like, possible that that could she happen. She said research. I know she that, and research. I know that Savannah really wants Ashley Tisdale. But I feel uh, like I feel like Ashley could be like an aunt or something. Like mm-hmm. I wouldn't see her as a mom, but she could definitely be an aunt. And I would love different like cast members from previous Kenny projects to come on. Like we yeah. had Cheyenne and Jada and Boo Boo who were all in Descendants. I would love to have like more cast members from Descendants or from High School Musical come in. It would be definitely. so awesome. And yeah. I have just like so many ideas plot wise. Like we need to like 
figure out like the Bobby storyline because like it was like sort of pieced together a little bit in season one but there needs to be Mm -hmm. more because obviously like we said Carrie and Julie were friends and I Mm -hmm. feel like they definitely knew each other when they were younger so Mm -hmm. I feel like like Bobby stayed friends with Julie's mom like possibly after the boys passed because Uh and and they never say like whose garage it is or whose house it is but my personal theory is that it's Bobby's house and so he sold it to Julie's parents and she like wanted to keep their stuff. I would love to see more about the parents especially because we tied in Luke's parents. Um, I want to see if Trevor has the moral compass to go and tell the parents that they he was obviously close to because they were in a band together. If mm-hmm. he goes and tells them, like, hey, look, you're, I don't know what's happening, but your kids are back, question mm-hmm. mark, you know? Yeah. Um, the other thing for me is also that, like, you know, he took all of these songs from them, but mm-hmm. he didn't take Unsaid Emily so I feel like that shows that he has, like, some sort of... He does have some sort of moral compass. Because, like, mm. that was a line that, like, he couldn't cross. Right. Some, might be, the know? song might be so, a little too personal. Like, the song is, like, so personal yeah. to, like, a fight with his like, mom. Like, he took My Name is but Luke. He but he also recorded My Name is exactly. Luke. Exactly. But yeah. what, what is the song about, though? My Name is Luke. Like, what is it? Like, we would have to know. What was the song about, you know? Okay, well, the thing is, like, obviously it's not a song right now. But, right. um... <laughs> Charlie's uncle has been begging him to write My Name is Luke. And so yeah. we like came oh. up with some theories about like okay. what it was, but I don't know what he's decided on to play with. Oh my yet, god, that'd so. be amazing. I Tori said to exclusive. Hear- yes. <laughs> I would love to hear more of the unwritten songs or like the songs where we got the titles but we don't know. Like like Jeremy gave okay. us Home is Where My Horse is. Thank mm-hmm. you. Blessing. A um, gift from the gods. He killed so- it. So talk to us about your future projects that you have coming up. You were working on Lake of Dreams mm-hmm. and, you know, we have Kissing Booth 3 coming up. That you're Which part I can't of- wait about the dancing. I'm yes. so excited to see why they're dancing in the third one. Because yeah, I know in the second one crazy. why they're dancing. There's not a lot of dance in the third one. Um, there's like one big flash mob. Ooh. Exclusive. Exclusive. <laughs> but other than that, like... Nothing much. I've been, Nothing. I mean, like, personally, I've been working on music a lot. Uh, oh, okay. Trying to work on technique for vocal. She's like, mm-hmm. Julie season two, I'm ready. <clears throat> Love it. Yes. I'm like, I just, you know me, I just want to be prepared for anything yeah. and never be able to say no yeah. to yeah. something. Like, you know? like, as a queen of all trades, you got to be ready. You have to be ready. Like, um, I've been writing a lot. Uh, I have some cool projects that I want to get going once I have more time. Once but, the world starts moving again. Yeah. Like we mentioned, our whole podcast, Sunset Drive, is about having those, you know, moments that, you know, you'll remember forever and you have those amazing, deep kinds of conversations. What is one of the most memorable conversations you've had that has shaped you? And who was it with? And, you know, what can you tell us about it? Oh, that's such a hard question. I mean, my mind goes to my mom. I guess it would be like the phone call that I made to her for that Toyota commercial. Um, I was like, Mom, I don't know if I can do this. Mm -hmm. I, this is, this is crazy. Do you think... 
should I, should I do it or should I like say that I can't, you know? Right. And she told me, look, you can say whatever you want, but as long as I've known you, you've always jumped headfirst into things and given it your all. And then it turns out to be better. You grow in uncomfortable situations. Yeah. And that's what happened in like the convention world. Uh, I, she pushed me to go to a city that I had never been in with people that I've never met um, all alone and I ended up loving it and then grew from there. So I think just having her push me to try new things and do my best and the confidence that she has in me for all of these things has definitely shaped my life. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, I guess another conversation that really was impactful was uh, a conversation with Kenny at the end of filming for Julian the Phantoms. Um, I can't remember exactly when it was, but I just remember, you know, Kenny is, has been somebody I've looked up to since I could even remember what was yeah. on TV, you right. know? Um, he's inspired so many things. He wasn't only a choreographer, he was a director, he's a producer, creator, visionary, you mm-hmm. know? Um, and a lot of the reason I'm doing what I'm doing today is because of Kenny. Right. And so when he sat me down and talked to me about how grateful he was for all of my help and how mind blown he was that I have this vision and knack for what we do. Right. Um, and how he just, what boggled my mind was that he was so appreciative of yeah. me. That's and I'm like, Kenny, that's amazing. I'm so appreciative of you. I can't even imagine thinking, but the way that he makes people feel valued is very much of an eye opener. And there's just so many conversations with Kenny that I like, I I write down everything, but like so (laughs) many notes that I have taken about things that Kenny does and how to shape the world around you by making people feel heard and valued and really truly valuing these people right. you know and just making you feel like it you all matter. as collaborative yeah. Yeah. yeah it's amazing that, thousand percent. that is really amazing well thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us i feel like I, i'm like i'm i'm standing even more now i feel like i made a friend i feel like everybody at home who listening to this feel like they made a friend yeah, um, yeah. yeah. We, we really really appreciate it so where can people check you out if they don't if they're not if you're first of all if you're not following Tori yet who are you and where have you been like get you're on flopping. it yeah get on it or yeah where can people follow you well you can follow me on all social media handles under at Tori Caro that's like YouTube IMDb Twitter TikTok now yes yes ma'am <laughs> I just made a Tumblr which oh is God. really interesting wait are we in 2013 like what's happening <laughs> honestly Okay, long story short, somebody tagged me in this, like, Instagram post about the Tumblr theory of me and Nick, Ooh. and I was like, what the heck is going on? So I went onto it, and I went yeah. I will the say, so I the Julian the Phantom's Tumblr community is out there, and they're loud and proud, man. It's kind of... I didn't know Tumblr was still relevant. Am I old? <gasps> yes. Well, you can check her out on Tumblr, and you can also check her out on Julian the Phantoms streaming on Netflix. Yes. It's top 10 here. I've been telling my friends about it. Honestly, 
if even if you're like, oh, I'm not like 13, I don't know if it's for me. It's a show about grief. It's a show about friendship. It's, it's a, a show, show about for music. everyone. And I just want to say thank you to everybody who has been supporting. It's been absolutely nuts. And we are all so appreciative of all of you and all of your talent and all of your love. It's crazy. It's mind blowing to all of us. We, we love, love you, it. Tori. You're so awesome. Thank you so much for coming on. We have one quick, really last question. Um, yes. What are your, what are the top three songs that everyone should have on their car playlist? Decisions are so hard. Um, okay, from Julie Phantoms or like everything? Ev- well, like, if you want to do both, but everything. General. I feel like we should go general. Like what, like, you know, sometimes like you play a song in the car and your friends are just like, wait, what song is that? Like what, what are those songs to you that you feel like everybody should have on their playlist? Yeah. Like not mainstream, but. Yeah, not like, mainstream. Like. Jam out. Jam outs. Okay. So like nostalgic, um, happy, you think of like summer of 20, whatever, or 19, whatever, mm-hmm. your favorite summer. Um, Memories are made of by Luke Combs. Honestly, like my jam out, like power song yeah. is Take Me or Leave Me. <gasps> from yes. Ma'am. No, I'm out. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Amazing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Okay. We love that. Well, we I decided I mean, to pass away. I mean, it's, it's fine. I mean, some Idina Menzel, please. Yes. Oh. oh my God, she's freaking amazing. I'm yeah. absolutely obsessed with her. Oh. Both her and Kristen Chenoweth. Yes. Like, Wicked is my favorite musical, and I was trying to like steer away from doing Wicked songs because that's my jam. No, love mm-hmm. Wicked. It's in it's in like my top five favorite musicals of all time it's next to waitress for me um and honestly right now my jam is guns and chips from <gasps> hamilton yes! it's his like big rap song and okay. i don't know any of the words but like <laughs> but you, you vibe to it it's so good period. literally you get so hyped but if i did have to say a song that everybody would know um i'd say now or never now or never oh, is like yeah. a yes. pump up song mm-hmm. i start my day with it like you need it on your playlist. I, I I was literally I had it in my head yesterday. We were too we were having That's a FaceTime true. kind of planning for this, and I was just like, and then like it's not. It was so weird. I was on FaceTime with Savannah last night. Um, I forgot what we were talking about, and then we both started humming "Now or Never," yeah. and it just like kept building and building, uh-huh. and we were just like screaming, and then my mom was like, "Tori." <laughs> I mean, so the, the song gives me gives me like simple plan vibes, yes! and I'm all for it. Oh my god, it's so funny! Literally, after I heard the Julie and the Phantoms album, I literally went and just downloaded all of my favorite simple plan songs. Yeah, like I'm just Sunset a kid. Also, um, also uh, Ocean Avenue by Yellow Card. It gave me like such such now or never vibes, and it's so that's a good, good one. Well, there you guys have it. That is it for our show today. I guess we'll see you guys next time on Sunset Drive. I'm Sarah Friedman. And I'm Anthony Smith. And I'm Tori Caro. Period. And that was Sunset Drive. (laughs)